1: This A's Cast download is brought to you by Link Soul. Check out their spring collection. Go to LinkSoul.com and by Ness Bedding. Love where you sleep. Go to nestbedding.com. From baseball's top personalities, the Hall of Famer, one of the great TV broadcasters, Bob Casas is here on A's Cast Live. To the A's legendary players, five time Major League Baseball home run champ, Mark McGuire is with us here. You never know what stories you're going to hear. Just he think about it at lunch and
0: run with our shirts off (laughs) (laughs) you would (laughs) say this is a's unfiltered with chris townsend
1: welcome to another edition of a's unfiltered we've got brent rooker mason miller and drew rusinski all three guys will play a pivotal part in the athletics 2023 season but brent rooker what can you say off to one of the best starts not only for the a's but all of baseball here is the a's outfielder wait a minute you're gonna allow them to bring brent rooker over and you're gonna make that statement so i can't <laughs> bet against that what oh uh, i mean much. that's a bet I, have, I brent may he may want in on this ah uh, you, you know, he just he, he made a he made a bit so on this show you know, let's get that out of the way yeah on this show what happens is is um people make some idiotic statements so, we call you on it, and we end up betting on it. Okay. So, if you're going to say anything, you know, you got to be able to back it up. Because okay. in baseball, we can't bet money, but we can bet food. <laughs> and all of a sudden, he's got Garrett Cole in the MVP. I'm like, ah, not so sure. <laughs> by the way, we didn't get to talk to you in spring training. This is A's Cast Live. This is our live talk show that we do on the field. It's uh, Monday through Friday. We okay. wanted to hook up. We didn't. So, it's great to finally have you on. And, by the way, wow, what a start for you.
2: Yeah, good to be here. Thank you guys for having me. Um, yeah, it was a good week. I uh, felt good at the plate, obviously. Had a good approach, took some good swings. So I just want to keep you know carry that over into this week and keep it rolling.
1: You know, there's just certain times in an athlete's career where things align. Things haven't always aligned for you. Now here you are at 28 years old. This is the prime of your career. Right spot, right time. Tell us how it feels.
2: Yeah, it's great. Um, You know, I'm loving being here. I'm just loving kind of getting the opportunity to go out there and compete um, and, you know, try to prove myself and and improve what I can do. Um, You know, kind of like you said, the the past few years, I haven't gotten the opportunities that I've been looking for that I felt that I maybe deserved. So it's been nice to get those here um, and and play pretty well while doing it. And obviously we just want to, you know, uh, the guys in that clubhouse, we're going to come out and play hard and compete every night.
1: So we always talk about Oakland being the land of opportunity. It doesn't matter where you were drafted, when you were drafted, who drafted you, what's your sign-in bonus, all the different things that have people blocked. Like we've talked to Ryan Noda about Freddie Freeman blocking him. I mean, all these organizations, there's different reasons why guys get called. Here, you play, you get promoted, you had a great spring. Just what has that meant to you that when you signed here, they told you that and they lived up to it?
2: Yeah, um, that means a lot. You know, as a, as a player, when you when you when you get picked up by a team or you get to a new organization in the front office and the manager pretty much straight up tell you, hey, like, there's opportunity here for you to compete. If you come in and you earn it, um, you know, you're going to win a job and you're going to win a spot. And for them to kind of live up to that and, and, and make true on their word when I went out and had a good spring um, meant a lot to me as a player. And I know it means a lot to a lot of guys in that clubhouse too.
1: Well, I, I, d- I did the numbers. Last seven games you're hitting 423, four home runs, 11 RBIs, Five multi-hit games during
2: that time. What's a little bit different right now for you? Um, you know, the only thing I tweaked was my timing a little bit. You know, I just wanted to get be able to get started a little bit earlier and be on time more. I felt like um, I had some streaks during spring training where I was hitting really well, but then I had some times where I didn't do what, what I wanted to do. Um, and during those times, I just felt kind of rushed and like I didn't have enough time to make uh, necessarily adjustments mid-swing or make the right moves that I wanted to make. So um, I just kind of made a conscious effort to, to change my initial move a little bit to get started earlier and a little more on time. And I think it's paid off so far.
1: You know, when you think about your career, you're all everything out of the SEC, uh, Mississippi State, and high draft pick, the signing boat. You know, you got all that going. Just through the years, how frustrating was it that you probably didn't live up to what you expected?
2: Yeah, um, I you know, definitely had those times in my career where you know I have certain expectations of myself. Um, and, and, and the opportunities I was given to the big leagues, I didn't meet those expectations. And I didn't do what I wanted to do. You know, kind of year over year, starting in 2019, um, I played in AAA and put up numbers and kind of met the expectations there. And then when I'd get promoted and get the chance to, to kind of carry it over, I just wasn't able to do it. And it gets frustrating and it gets hard at times as a player, but you just kind of kind of keep your head down, um, keep grinding, and waiting for that one opportunity that does click and does pay off.
1: You know, the one thing just, just watching you and you notice – when you get the arms extended, when when you get – I mean, it, it's the pop off the bat. I think about the one home run in Baltimore, dead central. You knew it right away. I mean, it's that – you know it when you're going good and you get that extension. What that's, What is that feeling like for you?
2: Yeah, um, you know, it goes a lot – it's a lot just me being on time. When I'm on time um, and I'm able to catch balls out front and be on time for fastballs and still make adjustments on breaking balls is when I'm going really well. And that's kind of what I've – what I've been doing the last week and what's been working is I've been able to, you know, hit some fastballs pull side and then also just kind of be be um, ready in a, in, a, in a hitting position early enough to be able to adjust when I recognize breaking balls that are kind of hanging up in the zone and then put good swings on those too.
1: Well, and when you talk about that kind of timing, too, I mean, we are now at an all-time high. Even in 2023, you've been seeing it now for years. You've probably been seeing it since college, but all-time high velocity. But even this year, we're at an all-time high velocity, but yet pitchers are throwing – less fastballs than ever before so it's kind of crazy you got to have the timing for the fastball. It's the high. It's the hardest fastballs you've ever seen. But yet, you're still going to see more breaking balls. Yeah,
2: and I mean, I would imagine the trend's going to continue, and the, the average velocity is going to keep going up every single year, um, without fail. And and probably the other trend too is guys are going to continue to throw more breaking balls because with all the technology pitchers have now, they're able to design pitches certain ways. They're able to put, you know, certain spin axes on pitches, certain spin rates on pitches to make them do exactly what they want to do. So they're just getting more precise and more fine with their craft and what they're doing. Um, and I would imagine both those trends continue, like I said. So um, Hitting is only getting harder. Um, the only way to do it at this level is like to be on time with fastballs but still be able to adjust when you see spin.
1: In my day, when you didn't have a good curveball or a good slider, you had a big sweeping breaking ball. We called it a slurve. They're now calling it a sweeper. Uh, so we have guys who are throwing a sweeper and a slider. So as a hitter, we know what the 12-6, mm-hmm. uh, the vertical breaking ball is. We know what the tight slider is like. This now sweeping breaking ball more pitchers are throwing it. What does it look like to you as a hitter?
2: Yeah, so it's a pitch we've seen in the past. It's just always been kind of relegated to the low slot. The low arm slot guys could throw it because they could really get on the side of it from down here, the sidearm guys, and just put that, you know, whatever spin axis this like is. Like a frisbee. That's exactly yeah. what it looks like. It's a frisbee. And when we're used to seeing it from guys down here, they've just now figured out for had guys to throw over the top and still be able to throw it. So that's basically what it looks like. It's just a frisbee kind of gradually moving away from you um, right on right, just kind of gradually moving across the plate and then uh, towards the outside corner, whereas a traditional slider is obviously there's more shape to it and it's a little sharper and more down, whereas the, the, the sweeper, it just kind of gradual move um, sideways across the zone horizontally.
1: I know we got a long way to go. You're off to a great start, but I just want to tell you, you know, we have a lot of young kids and a lot of young ball players who watch this program, listen to this program. I think you're a great inspiration to them. I think we've had a lot of players in Oakland like yourself to where never give up, this is your goal, this is your dream, and you're making that dream happen, and you're doing it every day right now for the Oakland Athletics. I think you should be very proud of yourself because you are an inspiration to a lot of young ball players out Thank there. Thank you very
2: much. That means a lot. I appreciate that.
1: Good luck tonight. Thank you. He's been fantastic. And what a debut by Mason Miller. He's as good as advertised. He brings the heat. He has control. He's pretty amazing. What a special gift he has that right arm. Well, let me introduce myself. My name's Chris Townsend. I do all the A's stuff.
0: Nice to meet you, Chris. Nice
1: to meet you. Uh, hell of a run so far. How's it been?
0: It's been exciting. You know, I felt like I got to breathe a little bit. I was just telling Olivia on the way up here, you know, it's nice to take in the Coliseum and. You know, not be pressed like I was on my debut day, but uh, I'm excited, you know.
1: Yeah, there is something that's so different. Like, you know, the day we got to get your parents here, we got to get everybody here, you know, you got to get the whole thing rolling. So much pressure. You know, now you, your next start's going to be your third start. Now you can really, what do I do in between starts? How do I get prepared? Just talk about the difference you feel now coming to the ballpark where there's just there's not a whole lot of chaos around
0: you. Yeah, yeah. no, the first couple of days were nothing but chaotic. Yeah. Um, you know, coming pitching on a getaway day too. So, you know, being able to get back to pitching, doing my routines, um, kind of learning what it's like to be a big leaguer every single day now. Um, you know, it's been, it's been great, and I'm learning a lot every day. But, you know, I'm excited to get back out there and, and pitch because that's what I love.
1: You know, your rise ha- has been unbelievable, and obviously we've learned uh, uh, about your type 1 diabetes, and I can speak to it. My daughter is a type 1 diabetic, oh, nice. and, I, and, I, and I remember what she was like until we finally was diagnosed, and then once you start treating and now what she I, – I, I, I could see how what your body and how hard it was for you in so many different ways – but then once you start controlling your blood sugar and insulin and everything that, that you do, that all of a sudden here comes the strength, and then all of a sudden, bang! I'm throwing 100 miles an yeah. hour. That had to just be incredible.
0: It was awesome. I mean, baseball aside, just you know the life quality of life that yeah. you know I was able to achieve once I was diagnosed was nothing but life changing. Um, and then to have you know the performance tick up as it did, um, you know, it's truly a blessing and. You know it was a shock i'm sure as a parent you knew when your daughter was diagnosed how much it's of a shock hard. it was it's
1: really hard and yeah. you don't really
0: know what what to expect in that moment um so i definitely definitely thought it was going to be you know this crazy thing that took took a lot of things away from me but um you know it actually gave me plenty of opportunities and you know to be seated here and you know playing games on on the field down there is you know i don't think i'd be there without that diagnosis and you know getting to this point where i would be as a healthy individual
1: was the, the tick up in velocity, it was a huge, but there, was it slow or was it close to
0: immediate? It was slow. Um, well, I guess relatively speaking, slow. It's been pretty steady weight gain throughout the years. Um, you know, even when I was drafted, I was about 210 pounds. So I'm about 20 pounds heavier now. Um, it's just been, you know, a couple miles an hour, a couple pounds every year. Uh, so I think it's been a good gradual gain. Um, but, yeah, it's... It's good that it happened, you know, consistently, I think, and not too much at once or not enough at once. So I think it's been really good.
1: Now, you know this playing in minor league baseball, we're going to find a lot of guys that throw hard, but they have no idea where it's going. How much of you pitching – you had to be a pitcher. At the velocity you were at, you had to throw strikes. Mm -hmm. You had to hit corners. You had to vary your speeds. How much did learning how to pitch that way – and then the velocity comes, has helped you be a guy that no matter how hard you throw, you still know how to throw strikes.
0: I mean, throwing strikes is the most important thing. You know, whether you throw 105, 95, 85, if you're not throwing strikes, you can't get anybody out. Um, you know, it just came to a point where I felt like everybody that was scoring when I was pitching was either somebody that I hit by pitch or walked. So I just kind of made a concerted effort that, you know, I'd rather have a guy get a hit than me walk him. Because not only does that save me pitches, you know, it it forces me to be in the zone more. And that's just like my mentality now is, you know, I got a guy has to be with his bat. I'm not gonna beat myself. You didn't have a lot of time in the
1: minor leagues. You only had one start in in, in AAA, obviously Arizona Fall League, but just now that ha- this has gone so fast, just how dramatic is the difference pitching up here with the technology and everything they have for you versus what you're going through, the, the, the quick spurt through the minor leagues?
0: You know, I think we have a lot of resources through the minor leagues. You know, I think it's the consistency of that availability that it's every single time you're off the mound up here. You know, you have any sort of metric you want. Um, and honestly, I'm still trying to figure out what what I want and what I don't need um, and what I could try. Um, but just having that endless amount of resources and what you need at your disposal every single day is, you know, it's a game changer for sure.
1: Yeah, I like I like when you say it because you don't need to take everything in. Mm-hmm. You need to you got to do what's right for you and what helps you.
0: For sure. I think all the analytics and everything's great, and it's certainly a part of the game. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, you got to go out there and execute, you know, your pitches if you're a pitcher and, you know, take yourself through a good at-bat, be a good teammate through through the game if you're a batter. Um, you know, it's it's part of the game for sure, but it comes down to you got to go out and play still.
1: All right, what's the wow, wow moment? Like you're out on the mound or you're in the dugout or you're in the clubhouse and you just go, holy blank, I'm in the big leagues. What was the wow moment?
0: I mean, going out there and taking the mound on my debut was, I mean, everybody had told me, like, hey, make sure you take a moment and soak it in. So I went out before that first inning and kind of, like, looked around and everything, took it all in. And, I mean, it's surreal. You know, it's happened really fast for me. So I feel like I haven't even had a chance to fully, like, take in, you know, what, what's happened in the past couple of weeks for me. So uh, to be one week in Midland, one week in Vegas, and then here, you know, I'm definitely blessed, and I think I've earned it, but I'm going to continue to work hard and uh, you know show that I do belong here. One week
1: in Midland, one week in Vegas, and now here's Otani and Trout.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's a crazy ride. It
0: is, yeah. I mean, Bellinger, Bellinger being my first punch out. Yeah. And, then, uh, you know, after that rough first inning, coming back in the second to get Trout and Otani, I think that was pretty cool. And I think those are big moments that I can, you know, look at in my young career and, and say that, you know, I'd, I'm ready.
1: All right, so we've all enjoyed the two the, the two starts, but there's things you can get better at. Mm-hmm. And now that you're kind of settling in, now you start to look at start three, four, and five coming up here. What do you think you need to get better at?
0: I think just getting guys out faster. You know, I've, I've gone 80, 80, 85 pitches, both starts. You know, and I, I'd like to go more than four innings on that. Um, so definitely getting some quicker outs, putting guys away, um, being in the zone a little bit more. I've taken counts a little deeper than i wanted to. Um, so I think that starts with strike one and you know I think I think guys will be hacking on my fastball so if I can locate it early in accounts you know get some weak weak contact I think that'll be good Um, but yeah I mean I've kept the walks down which is good but you know I'd like to get to plus counts sooner and more often than I am
1: that's the thing I mean we all love strikeouts we hate walks but problem with strikeouts walks kind of go with that and that just drives the pitch count and obviously we're all terrified of pitch counts for some reason in baseball now but I like how you say that because that's one thing you know you keep the, the you keep the pitch count down the longer you're going to be in games
0: yeah yeah and that's that's my goal that's that's better for our guys in the bullpen throughout the week better for me because I'm on the field more you know I I live for that one day a week where I get to go out there and pitch so I want it to be six plus innings you know I don't want it to be four so that's what I'm working on right now. That's what my goal is going to be going out there.
1: I know we've got uh, to let you go, but uh, just talk about your next start will be what? Against the Seattle Mariners. Mm-hmm. Yep. going to be here. What's preparation like going into the start?
0: Well, it's really taking the extra day this week. You know, since I, I went Tuesday last week and I'm going to have an extra day with the day off. Um, so just feeling good, you know, keeping the body where it needs to be, not letting things speed up on me and just, you know, kind of moving into the start as I've done in the past, you know, doing some prep work, looking at their batters. Um, you know, I'll get off the mound tomorrow for my bullpen. So, just being in a good spot, ready to go out and compete.
1: Well, I want you to know, Ace fans have been really excited that you were coming up. Just to let you know, this yeah. show right here, Ace Cast Live, which we'll take and put on YouTube. And people can download the audio. And then the post-game show that I do after every single game, callers call in. Uh, that got tremendous downloads. That one day you pitched on opening day, all of our numbers were up. That's so that, awesome. So, that shows Ace fans – very excited to have you here. Congratulations on everything. Congratulations with everything you've done with diabetes, because that's something. As you go on your career, you'll be able to, to help a lot of different kids who are going through it. Who kids need to get checked when they yeah. don't even know. So I think I think you'd be a real big advocate for that. Yeah,
0: I hope so too. Uh, you know, thank you for having me. Up thank here. you very Appreciate much. It. It's great to meet you, great and we'll be doing well. a lot
1: with you in the future.
0: Awesome. We've got more coming up
1: next right here on A's Cast Live. Andrew Drew finally getting him on. We wanted him at spring training. Weren't able to hook up with him. And, of course, he's been on the IL with that bad hamstring. We finally got him on Ace Cast Live. Well, we finally get to meet. We've been trying to have you on since spring training. I know you see us down there. Uh, normally, we're not up here, but obviously with the rain. And we, our schedule's just never... Hooked up when we were down at spring training, but it's great to finally meet you and great to have you. Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, I'm
3: kind of a busy guy, and it's hard uh, hard to track me down. I'm happy it's finally worked out today.
1: No doubt about it. Just like I I know with the hamstring, that had to be tough just to finally get your season going.
3: Yeah, that's kind of a bummer. You know, I haven't dealt with that in a long time, and it just kind of kind of put the brakes on the start here. But uh, happy to be back and get rolling now.
1: And I think about what you mean for this ball club. I mean, you come in with with a lot of young starting pitchers. How much have you looked at yourself coming in as a veteran guy? Even though you're coming from the KBO, but you're a veteran guy. You've been here, done that before. Yeah, I mean, I I just try to
3: go out there and do what I can do and uh, kind of lead by example and show the guys the hard work it takes to put in to to be out there on the field every day. And, um, you know, I'm just excited to be back here and prove what I can
1: do over here. Yeah, I mean, we start, we just had Scott Emerson up here, your your pitching coach, and talking about these young guys and how you have to almost be like a, a psychologist with these guys. Because, you know, young players, you're going to have good, you're going to have bad. And you have to let them know that the good's good, but the bad's never that bad. Uh, can you help Scott Emerson with that deal with these young guys? Because he's going to need all the help he can get.
3: Yeah, I mean, for sure. There's so many ups and downs throughout a season. you guess got to try to find the best way you can to just be level-headed about it. Uh, try to limit the ups and downs and just be that consistent guy out there each week. And not get too high when it's going well and too low when it's going down. Just try to find what works for you, that routine. And, uh, you know, I try to tell the guys that. And what works for me, too, is
1: sticking with that routine the best you can. Yeah, routine. I mean, first of all, you got to find your routine and then you got to make sure you stay in that routine, winning, losing, feeling good, not feeling good, staying in consistency and routine. Some people like to vary and it's just like, yeah, stay in that fight. Well, you got to find it and then stay in
3: it. Absolutely. Yeah. You got to find what works for you and everybody's different. Like everyone's going to find something that works for them. And for me, even it changes year to year, week to week. I mean, like you got to find what works for you and, and be confident in it and know you're getting your work in and. Uh, you know, go let it roll from there. You kind of let the mental side, if you did your prep, let the mental side relax then once you know you've done your work, and that's, that's how I look at it.
1: What was it like coming back to Major League Baseball?
3: Uh, it's exciting, you know. It's been a while. It's been four years since I've been back over here, and uh, it's fun to see some guys that I've played with in KBO over here having success and kind of want to be one of those guys to come back and have success here as well. And uh, it's just exciting to be back in this, be back in the States. It's a little easier for my family to, to follow along and come see me and stuff, so it's exciting
1: to be here. Well, during COVID, we all started watching the KBO, and we we're like, this league's awesome. <laughs> I mean, it was like – and we talked to C.J. Nikowski, longtime big league pitcher, uh, does television for the Rangers now, and he's on SiriusXM, and he loved playing over there. And now we know why. It's like you go – the excitement every game. It was like it felt like a college football game. Yes. I don't know if you thought you would be there that long, but you stayed there a while.
3: You had to love it. Oh, yeah, I absolutely enjoyed it. Yeah, the atmosphere is something that just it's, – it's not replicated here. It's it's, it's just a different, like, it doesn't matter if you're down 15 to nothing, the fans are still there going yeah. crazy. <laughs> They're having fun. So, and, and the atmosphere is great. The players have a lot of fun with that. And uh, yeah, the game's just exciting every day over there. And um, I really enjoyed my time, and but I'm
1: thankful to be back as well. Now, I've been over to Japan twice with the A's, and we played some of the Japanese teams, and they got the bands going. Every player, every guy who comes up to hit has a different song. And I'm like, why can't we get rolling? I don't know if we could ever get it rolling here, but wouldn't that be great if we could? I mean, it, the atmosphere is unbelievable. Yeah, yeah it is.
3: Yeah, the, the fight songs when the guys come up, the whole stadium knows. They're cheering along. They have dances for it. Like, yeah, it's a pretty wild thing to do. It's just a different different thing. I don't know. if I mean, it'd be great if we could do that here. I don't know if it'll ever get implemented like that. And
1: bat is an art form.
3: For sure, for sure. Yeah, those guys enjoy that. I mean, a, a single in the six hole, you're still getting a bat flip
1: so. <laughs> <laughs> Now, how long did it take? get used to that
3: you know it didn't really bother me the guy gets yeah. a hit he should celebrate it's hard to get a hit like and i think it goes both ways i get a strike out in a big spot i'm
1: excited too so it's part of it and i think it's more fun for the game we talked to dan straley when he was in the kbo about that like they encouraged him like hey you got a strikeout you got to celebrate a little more and he's like i didn't but then he started so after a while did you feel like hey i can let loose a little bit it's more like Everybody understanding you're an entertainer.
3: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. You're there for the entertainment. Absolutely. I mean, you're there to go win games. But, but yeah, I I felt like I could um, have some fun. You get out of a big spot, show some emotion, and uh, you don't have to be a robot. I think if you're not having fun you're playing the wrong sport, it should be exciting. You should should have that adrenaline going and, and
1: show it a little bit. You had some stardom over there. <laughs> yeah. how, how, how was that?
3: That was pretty cool. I mean, it's it's kind of crazy to just like walk around the city I was in and people recognize you. Like that's different. That's yeah. something new for me. And uh, yeah, it was pretty cool to experience that. Um, it's sometimes a relief to not experience that yeah. for sure. Uh, but it was fun. I enjoyed that a lot. And it, it's it's so cool to have the fans that support you so much. And
1: uh, it's pretty cool. What do you think you learned over there that's really going to translate and help you over here? Uh, I think just being able to continue pounding the strike zone,
3: um, staying ahead in counts. Uh, those guys are really good at fouling off a lot of pitches over there. So you got to figure out what you can con- consistently throw in the zone and make all your pitches close to the zone uh, so you don't end up walking a bunch of guys. And I kind of hopefully that translates over here as well. And, um, you know, try to get deep into games by saving pitches. I know a lot of guys go over there at first and struggle their – Looking up in the fourth and fifth inning, they're at 100 pitches already. And and it took me a little bit of adjustment to that as well. And um, I hopefully I can translate that here, getting deep into games.
1: Yeah, because right now, I mean, you you look at our staff. Hell, you look at every staff in the big leagues. Everybody's looking for one thing, innings. There's a mindset to that. Talk about that mindset to where you're not sitting here going, whoa, I got through four, thank God. (laughs) Yeah, I mean –
3: it's definitely different like uh, I mean guys like a, a, I feel like five innings is a good start now across the league and it, it is like it's so hard to face hitters that third time order. But if you can be that guy to go get that those extra couple innings and save the pen man it's huge for your team. Um, I mean not every start is going to go great and you're going to deal with runs but if you can just keep going out there and and get through those innings and get keep keep eating innings it, it helps the team tremendously by keeping the pen fresh and uh, just keeping the game
1: rolling. Well, can we do this more often? We're trying to get you for a couple months <laughs> yeah. uh, because, you know, the veteran guys, you, you're playing, you know, it's just not the first month. I mean, we got a long way to go. You're mm-hmm. going to play a very – not just as a player, as a mentor, a big role for a lot of guys that are going to be coming up. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that and looking forward to the great rest of the season here. We'd like to thank Brent Rooker, Mason Miller, and Drew Rusinski for all stopping by A's Cast Live. Thank you for listening to A's Unfiltered. Now back to A's Cast, powered by iHeartRadio.
0: This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics.